0: Well, good morning or good afternoon, everybody, and a very warm welcome to the service, those who are with us. It's great to see you all, some of you without masks, which is great to see, and any who are with us online, we're pleased to have you with us, worshipping God. Uh, Can we begin our worship this afternoon by singing to God's praise and singing Psalm 4. Psalm 4, common metre version of... Uh, Psalm 4, O hear my cry, my righteous God, relieve me, I am distressed. Display your mercy to me now and answer my request. The glory of my name, O men, how long will you despise? How long will you delude yourselves, still searching after lies? But, and this is where we know that the Lord has set apart the godly as his own. The Lord will hear me when I call and my request make known. In anger do not break God's law. Consider and be still. Present a righteous sacrifice and wait upon his will. These four verses to God's praise. Oh hear my cry, my righteous God. It's always a great pleasure to have some boys and girls with us in the morning. So, I wonder if the boys and girls could come up to the front to see what I have here. Can you come up to the front, please? Is that okay? Come on up. That's it, that's it, that's it. Just come and sit here. Because there's something I want you to see that you wouldn't see from way, way
1: back there. It's
0: And it's so nice to have you all with us. And it's great that you have uh, the come forward. Right. I want to ask you a question. Share that, share it. Just share that one. That's great. Does anyone know what this is? Lego. That's right. Do you like Lego? Yeah. Have you got Lego at home? Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. And are you good at finding all the pieces? Yes. Yeah.
1: No, (laughs) there's at least one other person among us. I'm
0: terrible at finding Lego too. Right. Do you know what's inside this box? What do you think? Lego. Do you know what's inside it? Yes, Lego. Yes, Lego. That's right. If I take this out. Do you know where that goes? No? No? Do you know where that goes? Mm No. You want to on onto that one so that I I not a 2 clear, one 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 of one. See the parts in there deal with goes? Why not? Pardon? You don't have the instructions. So you hook onto that one. You know what? You're bang on right. Because I think there's another part in here. Well, oh, these are the things that get lost, the very, very wee ones. Do you want to hold that for me, please? You're right, because what's inside the box as well as the parts and the instructions. That's exactly You're right. Because inside that box, we can create create one of three toys. With all these pieces in there, we can make three things. Right? So what does that look like, Paul? You don't know. Do well, what do you think that looks like? A racing car. on to that What do you think that looks like? An aeroplane. Like? An aeroplane. That's right. You hold on to that. Now, what do you think that looks like? A truck. Do you think it's like a track that you could fly the field? No. Something interesting, right? Now you hold on to that for me. Right, because to make whatever's in here, you need instructions. You do need instructions to do the job properly. Now, I've got something here, and I wonder if you know what it is. the Bible, Abukov? What's it about? Oh. Exactly. Well, do you know how you need instructions to build a piece of Lego? The Bible tells you that you need instructions on how to live your life. Do you know what an instruction means? Because you know what an instruction is how to do something soccer. Well, the Bible teaches you what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say, what you shouldn't say. For example, does it tell you that you're allowed to steal? What does it tell you you're not allowed to do? You're not allowed to steal. So you're not allowed to steal. So it's a book of instructions too. Have you thought about the Bible like that? Well, that's what the Bible is. It's a book of instructions. Now, I've got something here for each one of you. And I'm going to give it to somebody. In fact, you know what? Can you take these, please? If you take one each. You can hand one of these out to me. All the boys please. If you give one, I'll go that. Are you correct? One each. Because the Bible teaches you how to live your life. And I've given you a verse, or a number of verses from Psalm 119. And I want you to maybe think about this when you're in church today and when you're at home. I want you to take these verses home with you and think about what they mean. And think about it. Because it says, how can a young person... Stay pure, stay right, by obeying God's Word. And God's Word is a book of instruction. And was a young man called Solomon. And Solomon was asked by God, What would you want me to give you? And on the back of that piece of paper, I have written a chapter in the Bible and when you go home today I want you to go and look up that chapter in the Bible and read verses 5 to 15. And then you have a very good example of somebody who saw the Bible as a book of instruction but more importantly who saw God as a very, very, very good teacher. So, you think about the Bible as a book of instructions, and if you read it, and you ask God to show you how to live new lives, you will be very wise indeed. And I'm going to pray now for you here, and for all the boys and girls that when it is to come down, for all the youngsters that you know. So I'm going to pray to God for you now. Gracious God, I give you thanks for these boys and girls who came down to the front to speak with me today. I give you thanks for all the boys and girls that are with us this afternoon. I pray for them. I pray for their mums and dads, their grands and grands, their pals. I pray that you would look after them, that you would teach them how to follow the teaching of the Bible. That is the teaching of God. So lead us and guide us now as we come together to worship You, and I pray that You would continue to bless these boys and girls, that You would look after them, and that You would give parents that wisdom to teach them in the Word of God. For we ask all this in Jesus' name and for His sake. Amen. Thank you for listening so well. So I better take my Lego back Mm -hmm. so that I don't forget it. Thank you ever so much. So you can go back to your seats now. Thank you very much and thank you for looking after me so well. Has anybody else got any pieces that I haven't got? No. Please, thank you. Thank you very much boys and girls for all your help And for listening so well We're going to sing now in Psalm 51 Psalm 51 Verses 9 to 16 All mine iniquities blot out Thy face hide from my sin Create a clean heart, Lord renew a right spirit me within. The Psalms, as we will see them on the screen, to God's praise. Let's join together in prayer Let us pray Gracious Lord we give you thanks for your word We give you thanks for the guidance and instruction of it And we give you thanks for the reliability that we find in scripture Because you are the God the same yesterday, today and forever You are unchanging You are all-knowing And you are the one to whom we come this afternoon to worship
1: And I pray that as we consider what your word is saying to us, that the words that we read will become alive to each of us.
0: That the words that we consider would be of relevance to each of us. For we all come to you this afternoon in our different circumstances, in our different situations, yet with the same sin that besets us, with the same needs of men and women, boys and girls, who need salvation, who need the Lord Jesus to come into our hearts, to forgive us our sin, to forgive us our shortcoming. And we come to you, the Father of faith, the Father of all, the Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty. And we give you thanks. That through your grace, uh, the unearned favour of God, we can come to you and taking your name upon our lips, we can worship. We can sing praise to you, singing the Psalms that have been sung for so many generations to praise you. Psalms that have been inspired by your own Holy Spirit, that speak of the experience of your people throughout the generation and how we can see our own experiences reflected in these words, for they are words that are bedded in humanity, in the experience of humanity, of your people, but inspired in heaven by the Holy Spirit. And we give you thanks, our Father, that we can come to you with our requests this afternoon. We pray for ourselves as a congregation of your people, that you would help us to worship you properly. This morning, this afternoon, we pray that you would help us to open our hearts and minds to be able to hear what you are saying to us, so that the words would speak to each of us in our own individual circumstance. We pray, Lord, for our land, for our nation. We pray for our Queen. We ask, Lord, that you would uphold her, that you would encourage her in these days. As we pray for those who rule over us, we pray for our Prime Minister in Westminster and his cabinet and the politicians down there. As we pray for those who lead us in Holyrood and the other devolved administrations, we ask, Lord, that you would give wisdom, that you would give discernment to those with responsibility over us. We pray, Lord, that you would give those who know you that ability to stand and be witnesses for you there. As we uphold uh, our own MSP at this time, we pray for Kate and her work and we ask Lord that you would encourage her and others who are witnesses for you in uh, these corridors of power. We Lord recognize that sometimes that can be very challenging. But we ask, Lord, that you would uphold those who pray uh, often for those who lead us. We pray for those who work in our emergency services, uh, those who work in the police service, and the ambulance service, and the fire service, those who work in the health service and the caring professions. We ask, Lord, that you would uh, help them in their times of stress, in their times of pressure. We ask, Lord, that you would uphold us as a nation. We pray especially for the mums and dads, the parents in our nation, that you would help us to be wise, to have discernment, to lead our children well, to teach them well. We pray for schools. We pray for the education system. We ask, Lord, that you would help us to protect those who are vulnerable in our society, that we would look to them as those who need our help, our care, our assistance. But we recognize, Lord, that in our day and in our generation, we find ourselves again with a threat of war. We see war already in the Ukraine. We see rumors of wars and hear of rumors of wars in other parts of this world. And this does remind us what you have said in your word, that we are living in the last days. Men have become lovers of money, lovers of themselves, lovers of things that are unholy who have laid aside and set aside the things that are holy, and they have forgotten you. So, our Lord, I pray that you would help us to bow down before you, humbly recognising our position, our situation, but that we would praise you for the power uh, that you wield, for you are the one who created everything around us, and we give you thanks for this. Lead us and guide us, we pray. We pray for those who... Uh, preach your word this day Wherever the gospel is, mess- uh, is preached uh, In pulpits throughout our land I pray that it would go forth in great power We ask Lord that you would uphold those who preach In a way that would encourage them In what might seem to be a day of small things We pray that you would revive us As a congregation in the midst of these days Encourage us all we pray Lead us and guide us and we ask all these things with one view to see you glorified in our hearts in our minds and in our communities. And we ask it all in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Now we're going to read a passage in God's Word as we find it in First John. First John chapter 5. Passage that speaks of overcoming the world. And our testimony of concerning the Son of God From the beginning, chapter 5 Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ Has been born of God And everyone who loves the Father Loves whoever has been born of Him By this we know that we love the children of God When we love God and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Whoever does not believe God has made him that has made God a liar Because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his son And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life And this life is in his son Whoever has the son has life Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask and God will give them life. To those who commit sins that do not lead to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that does not lead to death. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning. But he who has was born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are from God, and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen and may God add his own blessing To that reading of his own holy word Now we're going to sing in Psalm 139 And we're going to sing from verse 7 To verse 14 Where can I from your spirit flee Or from your presence go If I to the heavens you are there Or in the depths below And when we consider these Psalms Consider what we've just read God, the God of truth the God of hope is the one that knows you, that sees you, that understands you. So to God's praise can we sing these words. Where can I from your Spirit flee. Before we consider God's word, let us just pray. Our gracious Lord, as we consider the word before us, help us to hear your words. Help us to open our ears and our hearts and our minds to be made receptive to your Spirit's leading, to your Spirit's guidance. And help us to see these words as real, as truth. And as relevant to each of us, for we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Verses 3 and 4 of this passage state that loving God means keeping his commandments, and God's commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. If you're like me and you're reading the newspapers or watching the news it's sad to see The Russians are looking for victory in the Ukraine The Ukraine are wanting victory And their land, their nation back And we're now coming up to another election, a local election There are candidates now who want to win seats In the local election coming up to one seats in the council And when we see what's happening in the world There is very much In the eyes of the Christians, in this congregation, in this community Challenges in every direction But I want to think about what this verse speaks of Or these verses and this whole passage speaks of Where it says that every child of God defeats this evil world The world that is in the thrall of the spoiler Of the one who wants to divert your mind, to divert your attention from the word of God. And it's interesting how Satan can use your interests, can use very legitimate things to divert your attention from what God wants you to read. Or what God wants you to spend your time doing. Now it's very interesting, I hit this problem, because, hands up here, anyone who knows how to use a slide rule, and you ask, well, what's on earth this man talking about, a slide rule about, well, I was diverted from doing something in this passage yesterday, because... I've got a slide rule and I've always wanted to learn how to use it. I don't know how to use it, but as I was going into the drawer on my desk to get something, I saw the slide rule and my mind was diverted. And before I knew it, I was trying to figure out how to use the slide rule. And I thought, that's not, Angus, what your priority is. Put that slide rule away and go back to what you meant to be doing. Isn't it easy for us to be diverted from doing what God might want us to do. By using our own interests. By using things that grab your attention. By touching your weaknesses. By looking at what you like. Your desires. Your interests. And following a, 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 a path. Or setting your time doing things that may in themselves be legitimate. But take you away Maybe from what will do your soul good. What will benefit you spiritually. Because we live in a world that is in the thrall of the wicked one. Going back to Eden we saw the impact and the effect of Satan on Adam and Eve. But when we look at what this passage is telling us. That every child of God defeats evil in this world. We've got to take that as reality, as truth. Now, when we look at the challenges of this world, how can a child defend or have victory over the challenges of this world? Because we have to realize that when we were talking to the children earlier on, when I was speaking to the children about the instruction book that we've got from God, We have there the power that is made available to God's people. If we ask God for help, he will help us. If we are in a difficult circumstance, if we are in a difficult situation, we ask God, he will help us. That's what we've read in the passage. He hears you. If you have faith, If you trust, if you believe in Him. And that's something that is easy for me to say. But it's not so easy maybe in the real world to stand up. And argue the case for faith. To argue the case for Jesus because the world doesn't want to hear it. But what this passage is telling you and I mean you, this noontime is, this is what's important for you to realize. That you can defeat this world. You can have victory in this world, for every child of God defeats the evil world. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. So if you know God, and you understand what God has taken you out of, that is darkness, the darkness of sin. And you can realise, and you can see What effect sin has on you and on the world You are in a position of influence Because you know the truth There are some people who believe the world is flat Do you believe the world is flat? Well it's flat to a degree Because You don't see the curvature until you're high in the atmosphere or at a very high altitude. Then you discern the curvature of the earth. But there are some people who think the globe is not a globe, that it is flat. They choose to believe that. But if you're a child of God, you are convinced in your own mind, in your own heart... That God is real and that God is truth. There are people in our own communities who choose not to believe that God is real. Who choose to believe that this word of God, that this scripture, that the instruction book God has given us. Is not truth Is not real So I'm going to ask you a very personal question Right now Do you Believe that God is real? Do you believe That God is truth? And do you believe That this scripture Is his instructions to you As to how you can have victory over this world. Because that is the challenge that this passage places before your mind. Before your heart. Before your lifestyle this very afternoon. Because we can come to a sermon and listen to the preaching. Or come to a sermon and not Listen to what the person in the pulpit is saying. But you not leaving here today without answering this question in your own mind. Do you believe that God is true? That God is real? That God is truth? That's a yes or a no answer. Do you believe in his word? As the word of truth. The word that sets you free from the imprisonment of sin. Because no one born of God makes a practice of sinning. God's seed abides in him and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. And our example is the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus who is the one who shows you how to live your life the one who shows you what is important and critical in your life and what God does in the hearts and minds of God's children is he transforms these souls he transforms these minds he regenerates these souls because that is what we have in the scriptures, how Titus says, When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us not because of works done by us, not because anything we've done in righteousness, but according to His own mercy by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And therein you start seeing how you have victory. Because you're not just a child of God. You are an heir according to the hope of eternal life awaiting you in heaven. Because you know that nobody lives on this world forever. There are people who aren't here, who used to be here with us, worshipping. And the sad thing is, we know that death is real. But what this passage is telling you, this afternoon is, that you can overcome the evil The wickedness of this world. If you are a child of God. If you believe in the Lord Jesus. If you have that faith. That enables you to believe. That you are an heir of heaven. With Jesus. And we achieve this victory. Through faith. That is how we. Achieve victory Through faith
1: So what is faith?
0: Well faith You go to that passage in Hebrews That explains what faith is Faith Believing in something you have not seen Like Abraham when he was told Go leave your place And go to where I will lead you He had faith to believe God. And those of us who have faith, recognize what faith is in the person of our Lord Jesus, who has died in our place for our sins, because our faith attaches to Jesus. Why does that matter? because it was Jesus who won the victory for us in his death on that cross at Golgotha, and as critically in his resurrection from the grave on that third day, therein Christ died, died the sinless for the sinner. But Christ raised himself from the dead on the third day The first fruits of the resurrection of the dead And because our faith anchors on Christ His death answered the sin that I should have died for Pays for the sin that I should have died for Because that's what faith hinges on That's what faith is anchored upon Jesus dying in the room and in the stead of me, a sinner. So that first victory over the world is in your own heart. When you can say that I believe in the Lord Jesus, that is the first victory that you win in this world as a child of God. I'll ask you another very personal question and I'm asking everybody in here including myself when did you last go and do something that you knew was wrong think something that you knew according to your understanding of the Bible that was wrong but you then realized it was wrong and turned back to the right thought or the right thinking that you knew was right According to what the Bible has taught you. In other words, you corrected to yourself because you knew it was right. You were tempted down a route, maybe, and you realized that it was temptation. You knew and you realized it was wrong, it wasn't right. So you corrected to yourself. That's a victory. A small victory inside you. We've got an example of an MP in Westminster doing something he shouldn't have been doing in the chamber of the Houses of Commons. He had a choice. We're sometimes tempted to do things. And that gives us the choice. You have... Uh, the choice and if you know the truth as it's been explained to you by scripture if you know that the instruction book says don't lust don't envy don't be jealous well listen to what the scripture says because the instruction book says don't do that Well you don't do it just because by doing it you're right. You do it because Jesus died so that that sin that you could have committed is paid for. Therein lies the victory in your own heart in your own mind in your own life. And the true believer wants to extend that victory into their interactions with others, so that I can stand and act and behave in the way that the Bible asks me to behave or instructs me to behave, so that I can see these victories in my own day, in my own generation, in my own life. This is the love of God that we keep. The commandments.
1: that we think of others.
0: Before ourselves. It's interesting when I gave that slip of paper to the children. I do hope they go home and read First Kings 3. That speaks of uh, Abraham asking for wisdom. Asking for discernment. Why? So that he can rule well. And therein lies the secret. To his success. Solomon asked for discernment. A discerning heart. So that he can rule well. This is the love of God that we keep his commandments. For everyone who has been born of God. Overcomes the world. And we see that in the Old Testament we see it in the New Testament I always return to Peter who could walk on water why? because he believed in the Lord Jesus he had faith in the Lord Jesus who said to him come to me and as long as he kept his eyes his vision on the Lord he was successful he walked on water it's when he took his eyes off when his attention was distracted and taken away And quite legitimately started logically looking at the situation he found himself in. And then he started to flounder. Then he started to fail because he wasn't trusting in the Lord. This is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And that's the simplicity of the hope that we have in this world. That is the simplicity of the gospel message. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. It's not complicated. It's not difficult because even a child... Can understand it. Even a child can accept that. And why is this so amazing? It's so amazing because the one who tells us this is the truth. The one who tells us this is the Lord Jesus. And he is the same yesterday. He has never changed. He is the same today. He has never changed. He is the same tomorrow. He never changes. Now this world changes all the time. Society adapts, changes. I was going to use the word progresses. But that implies a progressiveness. I I think we are regressing in so, so many ways. Because when the Lord's message is heard the Lord's people care and start caring and showing care. And a society who hears God's truth wants to care demonstrates care and compassion. And thinks about those who need help. Thinks about those who need to be supported. Why? Because God taught us and Jesus taught us That it's the little people that need to be loved The little people that need to be looked after And who are the little people? Well we're all little people Because we're all frail We're all anxious We're all tired And there may be people who are powerful but the powerful need doctors. The powerful need to eat. Need to drink. Need to sleep. We're all little people. I'm no better than anyone else. And it's interesting to note. That when the Lord spoke to that Poor crippled man When he was lowered by his friends Through the roof of the house He said Your sins are forgiven Jesus' priority is The sin that besets you Then he healed him The world's view is Look at the physical Look at the practical Look at the reality Well Jesus' reality Is the true reality. And I'm going to ask you a very very personal question now. In terms of your reality. Is it focused on Jesus. And your relationship with him. Or not. And again that's a binary answer. That's a yes no answer. And I want to ask you now very very personally. Do you have that victory to overcome the world? Do you have that faith that enables you to defeat sin? To defeat that powerful devil, that enemy of souls? then listen to what this passage tells you. Come to the Lord Jesus so that you may know Him. Receive the testimony of God. Take what God is telling you here and then believe in the Son of God. Believe in Jesus and then that same testimony will be in you and you will understand and know what it is to be victorious you will understand and you will then know what it means to be a joint heir with the Lord Jesus whoever has the son has life whoever does not Have the Son Does not Have life So you choose Choose the Son Choose life And you Will know That victory Let us pray Gracious Lord we give you thanks For the words that speak to us Of a victory over sin A victory over the world. I pray that you would protect all your people here, from the youngest child to the oldest person here, that you would teach us once again to grasp the invitation to come to Jesus, to trust in the Lord, to believe in the Lord, to have faith in Christ, so that we will know that victory, so that we will know what it is to inherit heaven with Jesus for we ask all this in Jesus name and for his sake Amen let's conclude now by singing to God's praise in Psalm 143 the second version of that Psalm lo I do stretch my hands to thee my help alone for thou well understand all my complaint and more now think about these four verses As we sing them, apply them to you. You pray these words when you sing. And if you don't normally sing, I challenge you. Sing now. So that you will know what it means. For that thirsting soul's desires to long after God, as thirsty ground requires with rain refreshed to be. Lord, let my prayer prevail. To answer it, make speed. For lo, my spirit doth fail. Hide not thy face in need. Lest I be like to those that do in darkness sit, or him that downward goes into the dreadful pit there's a choice to be made choose christ choose life choose the light let's sing the psalm as we have it there on the slide low i to stretch my hands